0: welcome back to the garcia diaries unfiltered i'm your host bethany and i'm sitting here with my husband slash co-host anthony
1: what is up what is going on what's up we took a week off we from had a pretty pretty uh, eventful week last week
0: no it was the worst it's so annoying though like how often our kids get sick but they don't even get sick that often it's the fact that one kid brings home an illness and then it slowly travels through our entire family so then it's like a month of us all being sick and it's so annoying and then it feels like oh your kids are always sick and i would agree but they're really not i promise
1: so i'm gonna take offense to that because Out of everything we did last week, you just said it was the worst because one of our kids was sick. So I I take offense to that, but...
0: It was the the worst. It's always the worst knowing that your kid is sick and in pain and that there's nothing you can do to help them. Before, when we had our little trip, that was the best. But But being home with Brooklyn, that was the worst. I felt so bad.
1: Let's be honest. If we had not gone to those shows, done our thing, we would have done a podcast last week. Oh, yeah. Sick kid or not.
0: Probably, yeah. So
1: we we did a lot last week but first i want to talk to you mm-hmm. on record we did uh we did a podcast much differently last time went to a studio cameras lights all this other crazy things how, how did you like it
0: i would do it again if we could do like the cameras at our house and stuff i it was so awkward sitting there because it's we rented the studio through pure space so the producer that was there like listening to the podcast before the podcast even started, he made a comment like, everyone thinks that they should have a podcast now or something like that. And it made me feel like, oh my God, why do I even have a podcast? Like who the fuck do I think I am? And so like going into the episode, I was like so embarrassed to say anything. And you know, like we do confessions, we do all that stuff. And so anytime I said anything slightly inappropriate, I was like almost peeking over at him to like (laughs) make sure that he wasn't like throwing up or like, about to kick us out which i know is so irrational but it was just nerve-wracking
1: well the reason why he even said that was because i asked him yo what's the craziest shit you've seen heard produced in here because we do say some pretty outlandish wild things in my opinion and mm-hmm. so that it's funny how that answer gave you anxiety anxiety. but yeah. for me it was like all right he is he is right everyone starts a podcast. And you talk to anyone and they're like, oh, I should make a pod. It's, it's super common. It's what people do. Great. Do it. But for me, it made me feel more comfortable because I was like, all right. And then he was like, we get people from both political sides and we've, we've done it all. And I was like, all right, there's not going to be anything that we're going to say that should blow this guy's mind. But we
0: were talking about like fingering in a radio shack and I was just so embarrassed that this is my podcast. But now I feel proud. That he's
1: but gone. Anyways, <laughs> um, I felt the same way. I was kinda like, uh, oh, it was cool, but it just we were out of our comfort zone. We just need to get a
0: camera up in here and then
1: have it recording us. But while I we will do this. I will say I saw some of the clips for the price that we paid. Oh yeah. That was Insane. amazing. Insane.
0: Good quality. So great.
1: Podcast listeners, you gotta let us know would you guys be down for a video format? We'd obviously have to put it behind some sort of paywall because that is coming out of our pocket and shit ain't free. If we did like a whole video, I don't know. We'd have to figure it out. Is that something that people would be interested in? Yeah. And I don't care what Instagram says or sorry, you have a huge following, but I don't give a damn about what half those people think when it comes to the podcast because not everyone listens to the podcast. And so we definitely value the people's opinion, but I thought it was cool. Um, unfortunately i i don't know what i thought but my un- underwear was sticking out the whole time and <laughs> felt a little self-conscious about that i didn't
0: you always wear underwear that are longer than your shorts so that's which your is, first issue which is
1: fine i don't care about that but when you're sitting down your shorts ride up a little further mm-hmm. Then whatever but it's all good who knows maybe maybe i'll do it in my underwear one day
0: we should know. just do a whole episode in our underwear
1: but oh
0: sponsored by tommy john it would be great like
1: (laughs) you would you would definitely kill it and i just don't i just don't think people want to see that of me you know like (laughs) whatever let's be honest (laughs) anyways um i have a i have a take that i think is going to shock some people okay let's hear it it shocked myself but we're we're gonna get to that take concerts we did two concerts we crossed my my favorite artist off the bucket list as far as live performance Jonas Brothers, for you, I'd say our legacy act. You grew up on them. Mm-hmm. takes you back to a certain time in your life, right?
0: Yeah. I remember when Camp Rock 2 came out and I was in like 8th grade. I just went to the bathroom and cried after it was over because I realized that I would never be married to Joe Jonas and it really was devastating for me. And it was also a shock to me because I was always a knit girl until that movie. And I don't know what about it. The hair, the swoop of the hair... The moody singing, I don't know what it was that switched me over to being a Joe girl for about two weeks before
1: I went back to Nick. And for me, with Drake, during, <laughs> we from, from, we've been together since high school, but high school, which was a crazy time. You know, you and I had some ups and downs. I pursued your sister. I pursued you. You told me that I wasn't worth the drama. Drake and Take Care got me through that time in my life. So, for me, like, there's there's a little connection there with Drake in regards to you and I. Because, you know, I would put on this, like, tough face and, like, just stonewall you whenever I saw you in the hallway. Meanwhile, my headphones didn't. There was no AirPods back then. We had wires.
0: Best I ever had. No. That's what you were listening no, to. No, not at all.
1: <laughs> not at all. But, Drake, let's get into it.
0: I know you've been hurt. So... <laughs> I. <laughs> crying in the bathroom
1: i want to say i've always in my mind had drake on the same level as a taylor swift
0: well according to billboard she and like the top artists of the century taylor swift is number one and drake is number two so not far off
1: but i always had it 1a 1b okay but then you know we bought the tickets we saw the venue um stadium arena
0: yeah taylor swift sold out state farm stadium football 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 stadium stadium. american football and
1: drake was at a hockey arena
0: yeah it was a smaller venue. so
1: right off the bat we were like that's a little weird because i would think drake could also sell out a stadium but whatever maybe it's a money grab right you have a shorter amount of tickets available you can hike the i don't know we don't know the back end of it but we would never do that to you guys (laughs) so right away we were like all right we did taylor swift just trying to get into the venue was a mess. Mm-hmm. We got to Westgate, which is the entertainment district where the Drake concert was.
0: Yeah, and we, Taylor Swift. We got there. Technically, both there.
1: Two hours before the doors opened, five hours before Drake went on stage. Mm-hmm. With the concert started at eight, Drake didn't go on stage until nine thirty. We got to the place at four because we're like with Taylor Swift. We did that. We okay. Had to here's wait an the other hour. thing.
0: So with Westgate. The arena is right there, like right next to the restaurant. So we walked out of our restaurant into the stadium in right. less than a minute. With State Farm Stadium, it's by Westgate, but you have to walk like a good, what, 20 minutes? Probably about a
1: mile. And so
0: Westgate was so packed for the Taylor Swift concert. The, uh, the restaurants were like hour, two hour wait. Just to get a table. Even to walk through like the the whole area it was so claustrophobic and crowded and crazy and it was still like a 20 minute walk away with drake it was empty
1: well it was there was no wait at the restaurant but what we thought we thought okay drake taylor it's gonna be packed it's yeah. gonna be the same let's get there early my sister was staying uh at our house with our kids shout out des you know she was holding it down she was gonna take them to school for, for two days we were like let's let's go live our best life we get no we there's no wait. there's no line there's no we're like "Hmm, this is this is odd but maybe it'll fill up it did fill up but it filled up
0: like a normal amount not like a crazy amount
1: but when the doors were open that's when you started to see people like in line so yeah right away we were like all right this is going to be a very different demographic because at taylor it was dads with their daughters families it was it was a crazy variety of People yeah, there.
0: like best friends in college, and then moms with their daughters, then grandparents, and then you had like the girls going on a girls' night, then you had the teenagers that were there. Like it was just any group of people you people could possibly imagine.
1: Taylor fits, they yeah. had customized. It, it was crazy. For
0: Drake, it was Nothing. mostly just young people. Right.
1: Young people, um, like
0: 20s and 30s. I don't want
1: to cast judgment on a specific group, but it, it almost, you always hear like people, they would spend all their money on the ticket. And then that was kind of all they had. that. That's kind of the vibe it was. It was just a lot of young people waiting in line to get inside. There were no crazy outfits. There were... Yeah, no. And so...
0: Even Beyonce had like better fits. Okay, for Diane, sure.
1: You did Beyonce. Beyonce did the stadium as well. I, yeah. I, would, I would think Drake would be right up there with them, but he did a different venue. Now going in, Bethany decided she was going to bring her camera... So we we thought we timed it per- perfectly. I
0: looked it up online, and for that venue, it said that as long as it didn't have a detachable lens, you could bring in a digital camera. So I was like, okay, perfect. And I even looked at like the Drake show page and all that stuff on the state on the arena's website. But yeah, we get up and they're like, you can't bring that in. And we're I was at like, the door. what?
1: So we had done our research. We realized Drake's gonna. We found out Drake's gonna go on at nine thirty. We were like. The the opening acts we don't really care much for. We want to be at our seats right at nine thirty. It was planned perfectly until the camera fiasco. So we had to get out of line, go get things at a locker box because I don't know if you would throw the camera away. We but, Ubered
0: there, so it's not like I could go put it in my car. Right,
1: they had the locker. Bo-
0: well, also that digital camera, I got it for like three hundred bucks a few years ago. It's a good camera but recently it's gone viral on TikTok as like the best cool retro digital camera. And now it's like $1,000 on Amazon. So that's why I started using it again because I was like, oh, the TikTok girlies love it. (laughs) It's been in my drawer for three years. You were influenced. Yeah, I was influenced by myself. So
1: anyways, we, we get the camera situation. We pay for a locker in the locker truck. We're walking in. Now, we have been listening to spotify apple music they will put out concert set lists obviously performers always do special songs they interchange things cool but we have the set list pretty much memorized number one is usually marvin's room so we finally get back in the arena and marvin room was the song that i listened to when you know in high school he told me that i wasn't worth the drama that's that's what got me through it we're running to our seats from the ticket check-in we, hear, we missed Drake come down with Devin Booker. We missed all the intro because he wanted to bring your stupid camera. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what, Fuck it. We got some good
0: pictures, I can though. hear
1: Drake. We're running to our seats. We get there. It's magical. We are front row of the seats. So there's a stage. It's diamond shape. There's standing room all around the stage. And then there's seats. We were front row of the seats. Awesome. Electric in there it's going crazy drake goes on performs i'm in heaven i could die and go to heaven right then and there so the show was cool it's drake and we had seen on tiktok videos of people complaining about drake shows because he doesn't sing on key or he changes the tune it's not
0: even that it wasn't on key it was the beat thing like he was always 3 or 4 beats behind where he should have been singing. It was almost like he couldn't hear no, it. But he did it every song. But
1: but that's why I would I would believe, okay, maybe Drake had some audio issues. Yeah. If this was the first time I had seen it. Yeah. But I had seen videos of other shows. People and he's doing that. the same thing. So I'm like, ah, it was great. Drake. And sang. then he
0: would only play like ten to fifteen seconds of a song and it wouldn't wouldn't even be the good part. And then he would move on to the right. next song. So I was just like, okay, I was just there for the vibes, honestly, more so. And to like I almost when I don't fully know every single song that an artist is performing, and of course I'm a concert newbie, but I take it as a show. I'm not there to like participate. I'm there to watch it. And with Taylor Swift, it was more of a participation thing. Like I wanted to sing alongside with her with Drake. It was more so I was going to watch and bask in whatever performance he was going to put forth.
1: So for me, it's opposite. I want to sing along. I want to go. So, and like you said, we are concert newbies. We just started going to concerts this year. We don't know what to expect. We're just going along for the ride. So with that being said, I thought it was a great show. It was it was very ratchet in there. You know, we could see the standing people, people throwing up.
0: It was crazy, the people on the floor seats. Like one girl broke her toenail off and it was bleeding everywhere. Another girl was throwing up all over the place. There was a guy that was trying to walk up the stairs from the floor and he just straight up fell and people were trying to catch him and he was completely blacked out. I saw multiple boobs oh, that just night. Brush Some out. girl just like was standing there like clapping and I don't think she knew her boob was out. And I was like, should I tell her? Like, I don't know. It was crazy. It was a whole
1: different experience for sure. So we saw Johnny Man Johnny Manziel was in the crowd. Just if you know anything yeah. about Johnny Manziel, that's just the type of event it was. Um, but it was great that my only complaint we was saw a ton
0: of athletes, honestly.
1: Yeah. My only complaint was he didn't really sing the song, how the song was supposed to be saying. Yeah. And he did a very, very short snippets of it, but whatever it's great. I love Drake. Drake's my favorite artist I Had a great time. Yeah. We leave. we uh, were staying at my sister's apartment in downtown Phoenix. If you're ever in downtown Phoenix and you need somewhere to stay, hit me up, per- but I'll send you the link. perfect yeah. location. Right. I leave. It's, it's a great night. I just saw my favorite artist with my favorite person. It doesn't get better than this, right? Next day, Jonas Brothers. Now, mm-hmm. the roles have flipped. I know that Burning Up song from Disney Channel. <laughs> and then I know like the, the chorus to a couple other songs just because of the radio or because of Or TikTok of right.
0: or the kids. Yeah.
1: But I don't really know much about the Jonas Brothers.
0: But also, I'm in the same boat as you. So I was like... A huge Jonas Brothers fan in middle school and high school. I had their posters in my room. I probably like masturbated to them for the first time ever. (laughs) Like they were everything to me. You don't even understand until Justin Bieber came along. And then I had to like share the crown with both of them. But whenever I realized the Jonas Brothers were coming to town and I was like, I want to go, I started listening to their music again. Because, okay, Lions, Vines, and Trying Times, that was like one of my favorite albums of all time. So that's when I was in high school. After that, I didn't really listen to any of their new stuff. I more so just always listen to their old stuff on repeat. And I started listening to them again. And I think I said this before, but like I didn't realize how chewy their music is, especially their new stuff. I just would never listen to it. if If there's an option between that and like Folklore by Taylor Swift, like why am I going to choose that? ever and i love songwriting and it just doesn't hit for me the jonas brothers right new that, stuff
1: especially that's the thing about bethany is she can't just listen to music because of her music background she's listening to the in the, the instrumentals the beat whatever, whatever you want to call it the lyrics the she she listens to it i'm just like it's
0: a, music is an experience for me and it's a full body experience. And if I'm not feeling it in my full body, I'm moving on to the right, next song.
1: But you're very critical. You're very like, yeah. Oh, the, the and I'm like, Oh, that song sucks. And you're like, well, that song sucks because the metaphor, you'll just have this. And I'm just like, Beth, the song just sucks. Like I didn't need that whole explanation. But anyways,
0: so anyways, when I started listening to the, them again, I was like, Oh my God, like they're so chuggy, but it makes sense. They're like in their thirties and they're millennials, like same Z's. But I just realized that maybe I'm not as big as a Jonas, as big of a Jonas Brothers fan as I thought, but I love their old stuff, so it was still so worth it for me to go. It was like fulfilling a childhood dream.
1: Right. It's it's like our. I feel like our parents or my mom with like crisscross Cross or one of those groups where you don't listen to them now. Yeah, they probably don't even make music, but once again, that music takes you back to a certain time in your life. That's also, what it you. I like
0: lost interest in all of them when they got married because then there's like no fantasy anymore. And I also love Sophie Turner so much. Like the craziest part of the Jonas Brother concert was that that fucking morning, the morning we went to the show was when they both released the statement, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, saying that they were getting a divorce and like confirmed the rumors that we had been knowing for like a week now.
1: Right, first show since she hit the fan hit the news so that just added another level of
0: and like you know me i'm like the biggest game of thrones fan ever so then i was like should i even be going to this concert i'm team sophie like i don't know what to do um anyways we went it was we had vip seats i don't know it was like vip b or something but
1: yeah whatever we bought the tickets from a friend
0: yeah it was like there was a main stage and then there was like a backstage and we were like on the floor seats for the backstage so they i thought they were only going to come to the backstage for like maybe two different songs they came almost every other song so it was so worth the money it was an incredible experience right way different demographics oh, there we, it we was went, like taylor all over we again went to
1: eat at a restaurant across yeah. the street from the venue once again parents with their daughters people with their ad- adults with their matching fits and their yeah. it was it was like okay it's gonna so be many red dresses right <laughs> red dresses so once again I'm just like all right I'm here Bethany went to the Drake show with me I'm here for support we're going to fucking be standing
0: That's what time. we were nervous about because I am not good at standing up for that long I'm a sitter I like laying down actually mostly like my favorite position is definitely horizontal so Didn't love the idea of standing up for three hours, but we fucking did it.
1: Well, we did it, babe. But before the Drake show, we bought seats. Yeah. I sat down once. Yeah. So the night before we had stood the whole time just because it was it was lit. It's the the vibes. Right. But you always want to have Taylor
0: Swift. I only sat down during Evermore, not champagne problem, not champagne problems, but like the other for me, I've always
1: been like, I want to have a seat there just in case And I always say, don't invite me to the club. If I'm not going to have a place to sit down. If I can't take a break for a few minutes, I don't want to go. But that was our reasoning yeah. for the Drake tickets. This time, it just so happened we bought Standing. And guys, oof! when I tell you the worst thing that I could have ever done was go to a Drake show. And then the very next night, go to a show where there's actual performers. <laughs> Probably the worst thing I could have ever done. Because with Taylor, it was—I I knew it was a great show. Everyone said it was a great show, but when was that? March. March. A few months have gone by, so it's—it's it's a memory, but it's kind of blurry. So when we got to Drake, I was like, you know what, Drake? I love. I fuck with Drake. Drake can do no wrong. It was a great show, but I, I should have let it marinate a little bit. Going the the Jonas Brothers. My good, I, I didn't sing one word the entire time, but. They were such great performers. They had the crowd engaged. Like, guys, literally, literally.
0: I need an ear transplant after that concert. I have never been in a venue that loud before. I, I felt like I was an infant needing those, like, headphones right. that they were to the football games and stuff. It was so loud. I literally looked at Anthony in the beginning, and I was like, holy
1: shit. And you guys have to remember. My
0: ears were shaking.
1: I'm a son. We, we have sun season tickets, so we're in that arena for 41 games.
0: And we've been in that arena for like the NBA finals. show-stopping NBA finals, mm-hmm. where everyone is screaming at the top of their lungs. We've been, we went to the fucking era's tour. I have never been anywhere that loud. It it was it was insane. shaking. It was shaking. The, in the there. ground was shaking.
1: Mm-hmm. But when I say that was the Best thing I had ever been a part of, music-wise, entertainment-wise. I fucking mean it.
0: The amount of times they made eye contact with us. Like, Kevin was just staring multiple times. Caught him, you know, fully making eye contact. Joe and Nick a few times. But it was the most electric performance I think I've ever been to. They put
1: on a show. I danced the night away. Like I said, I didn't sing one word because I didn't know the words. But just the energy and... Being around people that just give off that like girls were like oh my god i'm gonna pass and i'm like oh shit i don't they're like "Is are they gonna play this song and i didn't know what they were talking about but i was like well shit hopefully they play this song because i want to see if she's lying or if she's really gonna pay. <laughs> it was just it was no, like wow. the
0: energy of people was so different and i loved it
1: you towards the, we left early because you were like whenever you're ready and i was like damn you're ready to go like I, i'm i'm down but yeah i was so just like locked in and yeah it was it was good I will say if Drake ever comes to town again, I will go. But I'm, I'll, I'll sit nosebleeds. I'd much <laughs> rather go to the karaoke bar, get our own private room, and sing along with Drake. Yeah. The jo- But listen, I'm a Jonas Brothers fan. I still don't know any of their music, but I fuck with the Jonas Brothers. They put on a great show.
0: Okay, this is how I also scale if someone's like a really good performer. Before Taylor Swift, you weren't really a Taylor Swift fan. You didn't really know a lot of her. You knew her music just from me and the kids listening, but you weren't like out here writing for Taylor Swift, right? After her performance, you were like, holy shit, she is so talented. She is an incredible performer. And you started like listening to her music in a different way. Right, right. Same thing with Jonas Brothers. Like the fact that the next day after the Jonas Brothers, the first thing I went to when I clicked music was I was wanting to listen to their music again. That shows me that, it was such a good performance that I want to keep listening to it. Right. But I
1: didn't feel that way about Drake. Well, so here's the thing with me is I started, playing, Beyonce. I started playing the comparison game, right? Drake would go up there and he would do his monologues and he would just talk. And I'm like, bro, listen, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like at one point he was like, I- I'm so thankful for you guys. Like you guys work hard and you spend your money, on-, which is great. I love to hear that from artists. But I'm like, bro, do a video, put it on the gram. The Jonas Brothers, they'd be like, we're going to take you back and our OG fan, like our OG fans would know and then they would sing the song and then they would just kill yeah. it.
0: And they did such a good job too, of singing so many songs. Like they for for every album they would sing like three full songs and then they would do like a compilation of eight songs in one, but they would do all the good parts of the songs. Right. Like at, it was it was so a minute, good.
1: At least a, so you could sing, yes. you could vibe out whereas Drake it was like you're you're getting ready to just Belted out, and it's like, and then next song, I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" But it was,
0: or like I'd be trying to sing along to a part I know, but he was three beats behind, so I wasn't even singing to the right part. So, it was so. So weird. what
1: I will say about Drake is, I would love to go to a Drake show where he's touring one specific album. Yeah. Because Taylor did an Eras tour, amazing the way she hit all the hits on all the albums. Yeah. In between the Jonas Brothers, they
0: they it, did their own version of an Eras right, tour.
1: Six, what five albums one yeah. night? Drake attempted that. He just did a terrible job at it. And so, I don't know. I, I can't believe I'm even saying that, but
0: I will say though, for Drake, I felt like he looked at every single person and like made eye contact and made people feel seen that were in the floor seats. Right. So obviously not us or anyone else that was in the arena, but all the floor seats people, like he was definitely very engaging. But with if them. you think
1: about a rapper, all they do is go in the booth spit some bars yeah there's an engineer that makes the b other people do everything right so i'm like drake all you had to do was go up there you don't dance skip around do what you do the least you could do is sing the song how you recorded it and put it out that's the least don't fucking i don't know what he was trying to do up there but it was was not the business yeah but if anyone wants to invite me to a show in your city i'll be there Um, he's like
0: all that to say i will be going again
1: (laughs) we we also celebrated in the absence of an of our last of a pod last week we celebrated our 10th year of being parents yes brooklyn turned 10 and what a
0: that's a crazy milestone it is
1: um, a decade because it feels like 10 years has flown by but it also feels like 10 years took 20 like The life that we have lived in 10 years, I don't know if people live that in their entire lives. Like, so it was awesome just celebrating. And she's, she's truly the greatest kid.
0: She's like, if you could dream up a perfect kid, she would be what comes out on the other end.
1: And so with, with, you know, she gets good grades. She's a great sibling. She's a great helper. She's into She's a good sports. Friend. She's yeah. in the video games. In our parenthood journey, we have uh, made some changes. Right, meaning we always said we are going to be one way as parents. We're going to do things a certain way. Think you, that's how it's going to go because of our experiences, things we went through as children. Right, we want to we want to keep our children as safe as possible. Yeah. So Brooklyn has a best friend. We're talking multiple years of friendship, and. You guys have heard us talk about this. I have friends. I have a friend from kindergarten still. Junior high. A lot of my friends that are in my life today are long-term friends. You, You don't have that luxury. But we always stress the importance of friendship. And we feel like Brooklyn, at this moment in life, has found a great friend. And they've done play dates. She's come over. Brooklyn's gone over there. But Bethany and I have always been against sleepovers
0: yeah we've always been anti-sleepover and it's always been no one here they can't go anywhere else unless it's like very close family and i know too that there's statistics like 90 percent of abusers in those situations are close family and friends but for us it's still just knowing where our kids are at all times is so important to us and making sure that they're safe at all times we have a very select few people where we feel comfortable sending our kids overnight. The biggest one being your parents' house. Right. And then after that, it's maybe one or two more people, but they're all close family members that we would trust with our lives.
1: Two kids have spent the night at our house. And besides grandparents, they've spent the night at one person's house. Yeah. Ten years of parenthood. Um, but, you know, with being Brooklyn being who she is and you know, having a good friend, she's always been like, I-, I would love to have a sleepover. Um, You and I have different reasons for why we believe what we believe and do what we do. But we always come together and make a decision together. But this girl deserves it. We've met, I've met the par- we've met the parents, but like I went on a field trip, spent s- slept overnight with the mom in the same little mm-hmm. room type mm-hmm. deal. But you know, we've, we've kind of, as far as meeting other people's parents, I feel like we've done a what more can we do besides us become best friends with the parents, right?
0: Yeah. And also Brooklyn has been begging for this for like months. Wants a sleepover so, 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 so bad. But I think she also gets where we're coming from when we say no sleepovers. But we may- decided to make a compromise. I still don't think I would let my kids sleep over anywhere else. But we allowed her friend to come for her 10th birthday on her birthday night. To come sleep over at our house because I felt like okay if her parents are comfortable with that then that's completely okay that's their choice and I know who we are so we're good on that front right um and so yeah we had our first ever sleepover in 10 years of parenting and it went amazing it was so fun it was so perfect Brooklyn was so grateful and just had the best time and no regrets
1: so sometimes as a parent, you got to come out of your comfort zone. Honestly, my biggest complaint was in the middle of the night, I got a little parched. And I was like, damn, I can't just walk out to the kitchen in my underwear and get some water. Like, how <laughs> inconvenient is that? He's but like,
0: it, I have to put pants on?
1: It, it, it was also like inner child healing as well. Because I know for me, I never had people over because I was embarrassed of our living situation. Yeah. Um, there was four of us in one room for the majority of my high school life before I got married to you. And so, and also like my parents, I mean, we, I would talk about it. They're super religious. They just weren't people that you wanted to have, sit down and have a conversation with. Or I was just really embarrassed. So I was like the fact that, I mean, she didn't say she was embarrassed. I mean, they hung out with us all night. Right. So I don't think she was embarrassed. But it was fun. Um, And we did karaoke. You know, we love karaoke. We did karaoke and the karaoke machine died. We had the disco ball going. It was a vibe in here. We were we were jamming out. And our kitchen well, counter. Our, well,
0: no, no, no. Our karaoke machine died. So we mm. decided to play hide and go seek with it the charged, kids. While it charged. You're right. Yep. While it charged. So me and Anthony more so were like, all right, everyone go hide so we could get five minutes of peace. <laughs> and so they go to hide. And our kitchen island literally falls apart. Like, as Ellis is like a few feet away from it, she like starts screaming and crying. We're like, what's going on? And we come look and our like the entire end marble slab of our island just fell off. No,
1: we heard the marble hit the fell ground, babe.
0: Off. No, I know, but like we didn't know. I didn't know what no, happened. I just heard, just I heard, just a heard like a loud bang. Yeah. yeah. And then Ellis screaming. So shook. So shook.
1: We're going to give you guys a little backstory of some of the shit that we've gone through with our home. So we find this house. Bethany loves it. Cool. We move in. Um, Prior to us moving in, we find out that it was on a show called Triple Digit Flip. Yeah. And they find out that...
0: Well, they saw my reel on Instagram where I was like, we got approved. We got approved. And they reached out to my agents and wanted to use it on and, their
1: show and that's how we found out that the house is even going to be yeah. in a show
0: yes and so they wanted to use my video and so we ended up saying no because for a few reasons number one they didn't want to credit us whatsoever and so i'm like if you're going to use my content you have to like put the garcia diaries at which least. is why we
1: did super nanny and right? they
0: said no so that was like okay well then no but then the other thing too was that they basically have almost our full address on the show. And so that made me really uncomfortable. So ultimately we decided, no, you cannot use our video. And yeah, they went through with it. The show went live. It was, it. I will say it's cool to like see because our home was a complete flip and it was built in the 1970s and it only had one owner until the owners wife. passed away. Yeah. The she wife. passed away and the kids moved the dad in with them. So only one family has ever lived in this home. And they took it from being like a 1,400 square foot house, completely remodeled it, added, added on, and now it's a 2,500 square foot house. They added bath- multiple bathrooms. They added multiple bedrooms. So it was so cool to see the before and the after and the history of the house. But almost, also... We, almost immediately. <laughs> almost immediately when we moved in, we started noticing that things weren't good. And we were warned about it being a flip by our realtor number one but by a lot of people and just, I just loved it so much and I loved the location of it it's legit the perfect location for our family and I can't explain why but just know that it's literally perfect and then the inside of it is just like it's so me while the location being so Anthony <laughs> so it's just so perfect for us
1: but also for me I'm I'm thinking and completely wrong in this. If someone's going to make a show, put money into production, and they're going to put it out there. And if you're a company that does this, I would think, okay, I'm going to, that there's some solid quality work behind the house. Like if I'm going to put this out for the world to see. You would think that they would be putting their heart into it. But we've had issues with the roof, with.
0: Oh, a a few weeks into moving in, we went on a trip and our nanny was here and she stayed so, so she could dog sit. And our bathroom sink just fell off the wall while she was out here taking a nap, and she like thought there was an earthquake happening. There was water under our flooring, and we had to redo parts of the floors. The dishwasher was broken. I'm trying to think of what else. There was the roof, oh the, the roof, roof leak. leaks in multiple areas. Um, I don't know. There's been so many things that have happened where it's like, what the actual
1: fuck? <laughs> like for real. So just let this be a lesson. Even if it's going on TV.
0: The craziest part of the island falling is that there was like wood underneath (laughs) and they have their fucking names like Pace, Rahima, the people that like literally put on the show and star in the show. Their names are there. Like their names are there. Like they're so proud proud of the show or of of the house. And it's like this house sucks. And I love it, but it sucks. And you guys did a horrific job and should be ashamed of yourselves. No, for real.
1: Honestly, like. I would be so ashamed. So ashamed.
0: And if my kid had gotten injured, you would be <laughs> literally fiending for life right now. But
1: you're lucky that that didn't happen. But anyways. And no, there was, we did not get the house because it was going to be on a TV. We had no idea.
0: No, we didn't know till after we got approved. Bethany fell in love with the and, house. And our realtor told us that we should back out because of that. Yeah. Like she thought it was red flags. And I was like, no, I love the house. I love it. I, I mean her.
1: It, it's our bed now so we we figure it out but yeah just some bullshit we got to do but with.
0: now it's anchored and it's good and it's not gonna hurt anyone again and it's fixed and i'm now going around the house making lists of things that need to be fixed or things that need to be looked at and our we had an inspection we had multiple inspections right. the other crazy part too is like that some of the inspection companies we use we've talked about this on the podcast like approved things that shouldn't have been approved because they came back later to look at things and they were like, we never approved this. Right. And it's like, that's your Bro, fucking look the signature. Look at the paperwork. That's your signature. Anyways. So yeah, we're, I'm still happy. I have no regrets. I just think that they suck. That's mm-hmm. all.
1: But also like, damn, can we just like have a chill fucking, can something just go right? Go
0: right. Just chill. Just fuck triple digit flip. Fuck them.
1: That's all. Great episode though.
0: Great episode.
1: So do you have, uh, I, think, I think you said you have an email from someone.
0: I have an email. Boy, do I have an email of someone confessing their sins to us. Are you ready? Let's get it. The email subject says confession. Oh, it's a c-
1: confession. Yes. Okay, okay.
0: That's not advice this time.
1: Damn, they really had to get this off their chest.
0: Yes. Confession. My version of Anthony's wild night out. So talking oh, about the your club, the your club. club okay. experience. I was
1: like, wait, I ha- when did I have a wild night out? What the hell?
0: <laughs> Twice last week. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> Anyways, someone said, or not someone, (laughs) I always start like confession. Someone said, (laughs) okay, this lady, she said, it's a long one, but worth it. I hope this message finds you well. I wanted to share an unexpected and slightly comical story that recently happened in my life. Some info about me. I'm a 25-year-old, soon to be 26, and up until recently, I was a first-time mom who embraced all things hands-on, from exclusive breastfeeding to home birth and cloth diapering, it was an incredible journey. I've been contemplating expanding my family, and after 19 months of being a stay-at-home mom, I decided to return to work.
1: Yeah, by by kid five, all that hands-on shit goes out the window. Just saying.
0: <laughs> I had a home birth for kid five.
1: That's okay. the only hands-on thing about.
0: Kid I am also I exclusively breastfed, so relax. So a lot of change happening. I'm feeling good about myself because I'm working and providing resources to my family in ways that expands beyond motherhood. I love that. And okay. it's very relatable. Okay. okay. One day my husband and I decided to have a family outing at our friend's workplace. And I ended up enjoying a few more beers than I expected. Draft beer with that tahine rim dip, and they were heavenly. I know y'all don't vibe with I know y'all don't vibe with beer, but I love it. And to kind of understand the story more, that's a huge detail. Okay, so remember the draft beer with talking room dip. My friend finished work, and I learned she was heading out with her coworkers to celebrate someone's twenty first birthday. My husband graciously offered to take care of our baby, giving me a rare chance for a night out. Okay, that's well, his job wait, first wait, of all, but okay, that's fine. But we'll
1: pause for you get what? too far. They're at a friend's work.
0: Yeah, I'm guessing a bar or restaurant that her friend works. Okay,
1: at. Okay, okay, because I'm thinking like. Corporate, no, uh, okay, like Christmas party. Okay, no, so,
0: okay. okay. We joined the younger crowd at the 21st birthday party, had fun with karaoke, and I indulged in a few more drinks Mich- Michel-a- Micheladas or Micheladas?
1: Micheladas.
0: Micheladas with more tajin rim dip. <laughs> she loves that tajin rim. All right. The night took an unexpected turn when someone suggested going to a strip club. I have never been to one before, having married young and become a mom, so it was quite a departure from my usual routine. But I've always wanted to go to one, so I was open-minded. I was so self-conscious about how I looked because you have to remember that when I initially went out to have a drink, I didn't have any idea that I was going to end up at a club. So I'm literally wearing like cut-off shorts with my Teva sandals, no makeup, my hair is not done. I'm literally wearing a trucker hat and in an attempt to kind of match the vibe, I take off my shirt. So I was just wearing my bra and my cut-off shorts. It was so messy. Oh,
1: there was a (laughs) lot of micheladas drink. But anyways, perfect, fit for, perfect okay. fit for the strip club. To, to I love this girl. I love this girl. Perfect fit for the strip club. I
0: ended up chatting with a couple celebrating their anniversary, and the wife shared a deeply personal story of a miscarriage at forty weeks. It was heart-wrenching conversation that stayed with me. I didn't know why, but I am always attracting birth stories and motherhood experiences, no matter the place, the people, or the time. Around 1.30 a.m., I decided I'd had enough and wanted to go home. At this point, it seems like the couple that I was talking to also needed a ride home. And I don't know if I brought it up or they brought it up, but eventually I was down to use my phone to call them an Uber and pay for it. And they were just going to Venmo me later. But it was a situation where I knew I was going to leave before their Uber got there. So I was like, oh, how am I going to tell you that your Uber is here? And the wife says, oh, you can call my husband. And I think I just naively gave her my phone number. And like the moment that they called her husband from my phone and I saw my number ring on his phone, I just had this moment of clarity and also paranoia where I was like, why don't they just call an Uber from his phone that's clearly not dead? It was sketching me out and I got kind of paranoid and even the people I was there with are like, no, yeah, that's weird. And then also during that whole entire fiasco, I realized that my wallet was missing and that caused a huge panic because what the hell am I going to tell my husband? Did the couple pickpocket me? This is so embarrassing. My credit card's in there, my ID, my debit card, you know, maybe some cash. I mean, just losing your wallet is so embarrassing and like having to say at the strip club, I got so drunk, I lost my wallet. Like, can you imagine? No. (laughs) That's funny. So the wife and so the wife and husband and my friend, everyone is trying to help me find my wallet. Then at one point, someone said they have the wallet there at the bar. Thank God I go and get my wallet from the bar. But I didn't know in the moment that once I sobered up and tried to use my card somewhere, I realized that my credit card was missing. So I had to cancel it. Okay. So at that point, I'm like, I need to get out of here. I'm ready to go. Me and my friend basically dip. We find a safe way home. We get to her place and I'm judging by the time I text my husband. It was like 3 a.m. I was like, please get me as soon as possible. I wake up very, very intoxicated to my husband knocking on my friend's door with our toddler, both of them very ready for me to come home. I quickly took a shower at my friend's house. And at this point it's 6 a.m., we head home and we all take a Bro nap. I was
1: not playing. He said, ASAP, I'll be right there.
0: Wait, that's so crazy. I can't imagine ever like being like, can you come pick me up? Like you'd be like, Uber your ass home right now. Okay. I quickly took a shower at my friend's house. And at this point at 6 a.m., we head home and all take a nap. Wake up at like 11 a.m. And I realized that my lips are burned. I have a gross blister on the corner of my mouth. I'm trying to figure out what happened that I have burns on my lips. I think something worth mentioning is that I did indulge in a few cigarettes as I was drunk. And yeah, so I'm thinking that the cigarettes burned me. And I'm also backtracking. I borrowed a friend of mine's lip gloss at one point. I'm like, dude, I got a flesh eating bacteria. I was so scared. I was trying to remember everything that happened. All the memories started flooding back of all the shots, all the beers. And I'm like having anxiety and a hangover because we're supposed to go on a hike. Obviously, did not want to go on a hike that morning. I wanted to have a productive a productive day, but I was so hungover that I couldn't do anything. After talking with my friend, we realized that the burn I had on my lips is probably a chemical burn from all the lemon, talking and beer and the acidity. Acidity, acidity, acid, acidity. Not the most articulate. <laughs> talking about myself by the way of the orange juice that we were chasing our tequila with that burned my lips I feel so grateful for the experience because I've been saying for a while I just want to go out and drink and have fun and let loose and like really experience a fun night out like before I get pregnant again because I know it's not going to be possible to go out for like another three years after getting that drunk and staying out till (laughs) three in the morning and just everything that happened I feel really content to start trying for baby number two I had a fun summer. I am done. I'm okay with not ever drinking again. I'm okay to be sober and not smoke cigs. I am ready for this new chapter. My husband was not upset with me at all throughout the entire experience. He just thought I was really funny that I got so crazy. He said I was one of those Christian women who are all innocent and then go out and party out of control. Yeah. And oh, did I mention this all happened
1: on a Tuesday night? Oof. <laughs> all right listen I'm
0: dying out till 6 a.m i'm dying let me
1: put you guys on to some game <laughs> first thing you guys gotta do if you live this kind of lifestyle even if it's just for one night or if it's regularly you need to go get yourself a wally cake. code garcia code garcia guys scouts honor put your two three cards that you need in there come on no no one misplaces their phone nowadays no one does that's your phone is a part of your body.
0: It's like your hand. You're not losing your hand.
1: Right. So you're not losing your phone, you're not losing important. Documents.
0: I have my ID, my debit card, and my business card in there. That's all that's all I need in life. I don't even have a wallet anymore. Truly. At Wally Cases.
1: Now, second, I hope I hope you had some, some cash in that strip club. Hope you weren't in there just free balling. Anyways. Um, not
0: Anthony worried about the strippers. <laughs>
1: support small businesses but like you got i just i just can't i can't imagine you just going out getting fucked up when i'm not there because we we've had this conversation recently we can count on our hand my hand on one hand one hand the amount of times you've just been plastered right cruise bethany yeah but i've been there every single time
0: Cause I never feel comfortable to get that drunk unless you're there.
1: Right. So I just, I don't, I don't know how I would risk because I'd be like, come on Beth. Like it's like a safety thing. No, honestly, honestly. It's, and it sucks that it even has to be that, but this world is such a fucked up, scary being a
0: girly girl in this world. That's things that you have to worry about, Right.
1: but I'm glad you had fun. I mean, it sounds like a great time.
0: I love that. Like this was all clarity for her to start trying for baby number
1: two. Like that's the best part for me. (laughs) dying. But I've heard that before. I mean, anytime you've ever gotten sick and thrown up, you be like, I never want to drink again. And I'm like, I mean, shit. All right, if that's a decision that you make, then cool. Because, like I said, when when I'm there and I'm taking care of you, like all right, it's fun. It's it's cool. But yeah, yeah. Go ahead and have another baby, though. Go ahead and go ahead and sit it out for a while. <laughs> you're like you you can sit it out for another three. Years. I'm just like because I have friends that drink beer, and we'll we'll go to the bar on a Sunday, and we'll watch the eleven o'clock game. We'll watch the afternoon games, and we'll watch a little bit of the night game. I did that one time. And these motherfuckers were just kicking beers back. The, like, no, we're it's crazy. Like 30 beers. People that
0: drink beer are literally insane. Like the amount of beer that they can drink, and they're still walking normally. Right. Like I, It's unfathomable for me. They're built different people but, that drink beer are built different but
1: i will say have you ever been around a new or a novice beer drinker anyone that we know that drinks beer they did their whole hard liquor phase and beer is just like all right i, I want to be able to drink all day long as opposed to taking shots for a, yeah but for this person she doesn't partake often so hey maybe beer yeah damn. Yeah.
0: so avoid talking rims and cigs not a good
1: combo yeah, just avoid cigs in any situation. To be true. honest,
0: true. That's Anthony's lifelong tip for you. All
1: right, but also you could have got burned by somebody if you know what that means. Just saying. The friend's lip gloss. <sighs>
0: I don't think she's out here like making out with people. No, I no, think no. She would have said it's a confession. You know, you're confessing your sins. She's, she like, said. she's like
1: maybe I got a chemical burn or maybe I got no. Maybe you got burned by Remember another person. Remember when you
0: got that vanilla lube and we put it on your wiener and then I tried to give you a blowjob and then my lips blew up six times in size and then i couldn't talk for a whole day at at
1: that point in your life you were very very anti
0: but i'm just saying there's reasons that lips can you know have burns and shit that have nothing to do with cheating on your husband i don't
1: know whoa i see you could you putting words in my mouth i'm just
0: defending my girl that i just met via email okay all that to say
1: be safe be safe be safe
0: if you're going out this weekend avoid taheen rims
1: if you if you are an avid listener of this podcast and you're going out this weekend we want you to be extra safe because your listen counts
0: or even better get a taheen rim and tag us on your story that's even better so either don't do it at all or do it a shit ton anyways now nah,
1: don't tag me I'm, I'm not trying to see videos of you guys tag me as much beer. as possible nah, it's all good
0: <laughs> all that to say we will see you guys next week
1: peace